Hello, bonjour, and welcome to the Don't Waste Water podcast. I'm your host, Antoine Valter, and in today's episode, I'm glad to welcome Stéphane Gilbert as my guest. Stéphane is the CEO and co-founder of Aquacé, a scale-up slash service company dedicated to water efficiency in industry. After sharing some background on the company, Stéphane will guide us in our deep dive through Aquacé's three-step process to reveal the hidden side of the industrial water cycle. He'll explain how this impacts positively the overall process, thus optimizing the operating costs. This very rich episode also features talks about drivers to water awareness, software as a service, process knowledge, digitization, safety, being a startup, teaming up to deliver, and more. Let's meet in a GIF on the other side of the credits. You're listening to Don't Waste Water, the podcast that helps water professionals to improve their wastewater treatment, optimize their operation costs, and keep up with the latest market trends. This podcast is brought to you by GF Piping Systems. As a leading supplier of piping systems made of plastics and metal, GF Piping Systems is the global expert for the safe and reliable transportation of water, chemicals, and gas. For more information, visit gfps.com. Hi, Stefan. Welcome to the show. Thanks for accepting my invitation. Uh, thank you very much for the opportunity to communicate. So, so thank you. Very pleased to be here with you. So I have to say it's the first time for me that uh, I interview a, a fellow French guy. So uh, sorry for the listeners, but we might have some French accent. Sorry for this. You're located next to, to Limoges. So uh, for the postcard, that's the, the country of the porcelain, if, I, if I'm right. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, the, the, the famous country in France from, uh, uh, where uh, the, the porcelain is uh, mainly produced. Uh, historically about, you know, plate and dishes and no more technical ceramics uh, system, but you're perfectly right. In France, Limoges is the city of the, of the porcelain and the ceramics. So that's it for the postcard. I'd like to, to jump into the topic. And I've seen on your, on your website that your company, Aquacé, has a, a tagline which is saying, water like you've never seen it before. So that leads me to my very first question. What sets you apart in this fascinating word? And maybe you can pitch us your company. Aquacé, it's a data-driven water efficiency company. Um, it means, in fact, that we are using the data science to have a better uh, understanding of water uh, usage and spillage. Our objective is to uh, improve the industrial uh, performance of water usage, uh, which is quite key for a big industry, which are using a, a large amount of water or if there are some uh, very dedicated specification on quality. Your secret sauce is on the digital side or more on the water knowledge? Uh, more on the water knowledge. In fact, uh, historically, I'm a water treatment engineer and uh, I spent uh, many years uh, as a water resource manager in industry. Today, we are using uh, some data system, but uh, I think that our uh, main differentiation point is uh, about uh, that we manage to put inside the system our expertise. And uh, clearly, uh, we are more focused on water treatment and exploitation expertise than in data science, even if we have some data scientists in, uh, in Aquacé, just to be sure that we are uh, doing in the right way with the data. Okay, maybe you can tell us the story of your company. So you, you founded it, right? Yeah, uh, I'm the CEO and I'm, I'm the co-founder of, uh, of Aquacé. And uh, in fact, it was the next generation of a first uh, society called Progeo, where we 
trying to do quite the same means uh, trying to reduce the water footprint of, on industry with uh, engineering method means uh, we made some diagnosis, uh, some measurement and some studies, engineering studies about the water usage and performance. Um, and in uh, 2015, we decided in fact to use the data science and, and data collection system just to be more efficient in this first objective, uh, means to be able to improve the water uh, performance usage. As you know, perhaps uh, the water is a system. Mm -hmm. Means uh, in a factory, water is quite everywhere. It's used on a daily basis to wash, to rinse, to dilute, to solve, to eat, to cool. And as a raw material, as an ingredient or as a, a thermal uh, a vector, water is quite everywhere in the factory. And it was really important to be able to have a, a complete view of the water cycle and factory uh, from the beginning, from the deep well or the municipal water through the um, wastewater treatment system and to be able to have a global and complete analysis of this water cycle on the big factory we uh, necessarily need to put inside the system some uh, data acquisition and data science. Okay and today uh, how many people are working for Aquasay? 24 people today. Okay, so it's already a, a nicely grown company from your start five years ago, roughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, it's a quite good result for the moment, but uh, it's not the end of the game for sure. Uh, we are on a quite scaled phase, so uh, uh, we are now managing uh, the, the growth of the company in terms of resource, uh, financial, and human resource for sure. I, I think I might have some additional question on the company, but I cannot resist to to, to just switch to the deep dive. Uh, because I'd like to understand how you position yourself in front of the industry today. And actually, my first question comes from the industrial side. How are the industrial people aware today from the, the, the problems associated with water? Do you have to tell them the risk or do they come to you proactively and ask for solutions? In fact, um, as usual, it depends. But clearly, we, we, we saw a very deep change in, inside industry mindset in the last few three years, uh, two or three years. When we began uh, in, uh, in 2015, for sure, we need you know, to, to be some evangelist, uh, talking about the water scarcity, the water cost, and the consequences of industrial uh, activities on the environment. Now, clearly, all the industries and all the industrial people have some information about the fact that water is a quite rare and precious uh, resource. For the moment, this, this game is, uh, is already down. But for sure, the, the value of the water for industry depends on the level of usage that they have on it. Many industries are perfectly knows that water is precious that uh, they have to take uh, care about, uh, but for sure the, 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 the level of uh, investment and, uh, and consideration about the, 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 this, uh, this reality is linked with the, the dependence on water of their system means when you are a paper industry or food industry, for sure you perfectly know that you are completely linked with the water cycle. So you see a segmentation, so some, some parts of the industry are more sensitive to that topic. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. They are, they are more sensitive and it could come from two main vectors. Uh, first, the link with the, what they are producing. And if water is completely key to, uh, to the production system, uh, for sure they are really aware on it. And the second could be about the constraints. 
because uh, when you are in a water sports city uh, uh, country or where uh, the regulation is quite important as uh, Western Europe, for sure the level of awareness about all of this subject uh, is, uh, is more important. Talking about this, uh, this specific geographic influence of where you are, you have more than 100 references, if I recall right. How are they distributed worldwide? For the moment, the, the main part uh, is, uh, is in Europe. We have also uh, a lot of activities in Middle East, could say, and some where in some countries where water is quite rare, in Pakistan, for example, or in Thailand. So for the moment, we are on uh, 10 countries on uh, 120 uh, different factories. And uh, our uh, plant grows. It's to be in more than 25 countries at the end of this year. So now we are working with uh, North America, not yet with Latin America, but uh, very soon, I hope. And today it's more Europe and uh, North Africa and Middle East. So I guess different geographies means also different drivers because you've mentioned the water scarcity, you've, you've mentioned the, the regulations. Is there also an impact, for instance, for, from the operation cost and trying to control the cost of water? What is the driver in, in general? The, the, the main important driver is the industrial performance. Uh, means, in fact, uh, as I said, uh, as I previously said, uh, water is everywhere in the factory. For sure, uh, to improve the way that you are using water is uh, a, a key to improve the industrial performance globally. So it's the main important point for our customer and our clients. But for sure, the uh, water is uh, global, but it's really local. Means uh, from uh, two factories uh, producing exactly the same project, uh, but uh, far from 200 kilometers, the the system could be completely different due to the fact that water is is really local uh, system. So for sure, some of our customers have some uh, dedicated demands about uh, water scarcity or some dedicated regulation on uh, water rejection. Uh, but the, the most important driver is clearly the industrial performance. How would you rank the way that, that these industries are working today? Are they almost good and you can do them a bit better or... Do they really have a vast room for improvement? One more time, it, 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 it depends. depends. <laughs> but one important point is we are working with some few major, very big company uh, acting worldwide. And uh, on this type of company, the level of uh, consideration uh, with water and the global impact uh, is more uh, easy uh, to, 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 to feel and they are a real, you know, global approach of this type of, uh, of problem. When we are acting with uh, some uh, uh, smaller actors, and it, uh, it happens regularly, sometimes the level of awareness is, uh, is, uh, is, uh, is not so good and uh, clearly the, the, the big major in food industry, in pneumatic industry uh, or in chemistry are completely understood. Uh, the fact that water is key for them, uh, for today and for tomorrow. Uh, so they are taking into this in, into a very high level of consideration. Okay, that, that's clear uh, on the, the, the market. But now I'd like to understand a bit better how your solution comes in play. If I recall right again, you have a three-step process. Let's assume I'm a new industrial and I have a problem. And could you just guide me through those steps? What would they be? I will try to, to test, you know, a sort of um, uh, medical comparison. Uh, in fact, as water is a complex system, really complex, 
the first step is uh, for sure a diagnosis. Uh, means uh, we need to understand how you are using water, what are the, the way you supply the factory, uh, what are the equipment and uh, the industrial part uh, of, of your water usage, uh, what type of quality of water you are you need uh, to, uh, to to have to, to produce in a correct way. So the first is uh, quite a diagnosis which could be made uh, physically, but it could be made also remotely because uh, now uh, with uh, more than 100 factories connected, uh, it's just impossible to, to, to visit uh, everywhere. So first, it's for sure a diagnosis. What is the situation of this dedicated factory? So we recover a large amount of information to, to understand what are the water usage, what are the where the water coming is coming from, and where the water is uh, is discharged. After this first step, just a, a second on, on the first step, just for me to understand, yeah. what do you do if you do physically uh, on site? What do you look at? And if you do remotely, which is the set of data you're using? Okay, so when we are when we are doing physically, uh, we are following the pipes. Okay, <laughs> means that uh, we are at the beginning where the, the water is coming from, and after we follow the pipes. We made some draws, uh, some PNID uh, plans, uh, and we uh, just to obtain what we call the process flow diagram. Mm -hmm. Means an A zero plan, uh, which uh, represents all the uh, water usage and all the water measurement points. Here. And when we are doing remotely, uh, we ask to the customer to provide to us some documentation, uh, the PNID from the building of the factory, and we are discussing with him uh, the way to produce uh, process flow diagrams uh, that we are in fact uh, producing on our desk, our office in Limoges, and we share with it uh, with the, the internet and correct it until it's uh, perfectly clear for both sides of what is the reality, the, 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 the physical reality of water on this factory. Thanks, I better understand it that way. So, so now you have the, the process flow diagram, so now the second stage starts. The second stage starts and it's more about the way how we are supposed to connect the factory. Means uh, during the second part, we have to decide with the, with the, with the industry, the scope, uh, and what are their main issues or their main desire about the system. Because, you know, a digitalization program, it's not a miracle. It's uh, some engineering process. So the second, it's about uh, complementary measurement. For time to time, we, we ask to our customer to have some sensor, for example, or to change some sensor, which are not digital, but uh, more manual, uh, just to ensure that we could recover the, the data in, uh, in the correct way. And we have some discussion about uh, this, uh, how to improve the measurement of the system, how they are supposed to improve it, and how we are supposed to recover the, the data one more time. It depends really of the, of the, 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 the level of awareness uh, of the factory in terms of IT. Uh, it could be by uh, internet, in machine to machine. And uh, it's the way that we prefer because it's the, the, the more robust, uh, the, more, uh, the more secure way to, uh, to transfer data from an industry to, to our system in machine mm -hmm. to machine. But it could be also uh, on a 3G way, sending sort of SMS message which permit to recover the information coming from the automaton uh, of the water system uh, just to ensure that we are recovering all the data at the right frequency. So at this stage you act a bit like a consultant and you could advise your, your, your customer to, to add some measuring device or some smart devices in order for you to make a better diagnosis. Yeah, that's it. 
Okay, so now assuming that I start doing that, so what's the timeline so far since when we started the project? How, how long did it last until this second step? Uh, the, 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 in term, if, if it's in machine-to-machine system, means that the factory has already a data lake where they are recovering all the data. Uh, it could be about six to eight weeks. Uh, I think that the, the fastest factory is in Pakistan and it's about eight weeks. Uh, between the first contact and the connecting uh, uh, and the connectivity of the factory on our cloud system, the, the longest part is always uh, when we uh, when we ask to the to the client to add some sensor and perhaps to uh, change a bit their IT architecture uh, just to recover the the good uh, the good data at the right frequency. And uh, if uh, we are on this type of factory, means a bit less advanced about IT. Uh, system. It could be several months. So uh, we're used to say that uh, between the first contact and uh, the, the connectivity of the system, it's about uh, between eight and 20 weeks. I think it's like at school, you have the, the, the good pupil, which is already much advanced in digitization. And then you have the other ones, which have still a long way to go. Uh, just by curiosity, what would be the share you estimate of people that need to redo their full strategy or IT structure and the others which are already ready to get your diagnosis? To, 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 be, to answer to a, to a question, it's about 70% need to improve their uh, digitalization program process and 30% are quite, quite advanced. And one more time, this, this type of KPI, it's generally because if we are talking with major industry, for sure the major industry are south about digitalization digitalization program for years and years and generally they are more advanced in digitalization uh, than uh, the smaller uh, factory or the smaller actors uh, where in fact for for certain times we are the first program one of the first program uh, of digitalization with energy and water in fact generally when a a factory which is not linked with a big group uh, where uh, an ITC services could could take uh, in charge uh, all of these questions the smallest factory are doing this for a region of industrial performance and they are beginning their digitalization program with energy and water. All clear. So six to eight weeks have gone if I'm the good pupil in class. Six months have gone if I had to change my architecture. But now you have a diagnosis of my situation. So I guess you can move to your third part, right? Yeah. The world of water uh, is an hidden world. Uh, everywhere in the factory, the water is inside the pipes and a lot of things occurs which quite uh, nobody is taking this into account because they don't see it. That's why we said that uh, the water were in a way that you never seen before because in fact uh, the first thing that we are doing with the with those data is for sure to, to make some draws and figures with it uh, and to give some KPI to the to the uh, to the factory people in the workshop floor and to make some uh, alert system uh, the first step of uh, digitalization and uh, to be able to some information every minute on the water cycle on all the system uh, it's like uh, if you had some new glasses you know when you have uh, new glasses or when when pastor discovered the binocularity uh, he, he saw the bacteria mm-hmm. the bacteria and uh, for sure it, the, the way is completely changing it's the same for water and digitalization program when you have some information really easy to understand and to follow each minute it's completely changing the the way of thinking of people who are in charge of this type of system and the first effect is in fact 
uh, you kill spillage, uh, you um, you kill some bad automation setup, and all the the things that in fact you were not informed that uh, it was occurring in this way. This is the first step. Uh, it's the first three months of uh, of, uh, of connecting the system, and the first step of value added by the system is to in fact to make visible which was not visible. So it's an eye-opener for the end user. They see what they should have seen for years, but now finally they realize. I have a, a concrete example on a reverse osmosis unit, mm -hmm. which had uh, some issues uh, when they start and stop. After a stop of uh, several hours, the quality of water was really uh, not good during minutes and minutes and minutes, uh, half an hour, uh, in fact. And uh, in fact, it's just uh, due to the fact that the system was not correctly designed and, and the automaton was not doing the things in the right way. So um, in fact, the the, the, the osmosis unit was creating some natural osmosis inside the system means in fact the water is passing through the membrane on the opposite way of the normal way which is quite impossible to see but when we are starting again the reverse osmosis the, the, the new equilibrium of the, of the membrane was disturbed and it takes minutes and minutes and minutes and minutes uh, to recover the quality just by changing adding a valve and uh, changing the way that the, the automaton is, uh, is managing the system when the system is under arrest and the, the quality is coming from one or two minutes after the start of the, of the reverse osmosis unit and not half an hour. And it's a big difference because during this uh, half an hour, the water was uh, uh, thrown away in the, in the water discharge. So that means that the first step there is, is physical. You recommend to change a valve, to change a way to, yeah, to do the automation. Yeah. We generally, uh, during the first, this first period of three months, uh, where we are discovering a lot of things, we have some recommendations on to improvement of the system. Generally, it's more about uh, automation and a better regulation approach. Uh, but for time to time, it's necessary to add some system, some valve, some uh, forbid the back loop and stuff like this, just to, to be sure that physically the system is running as it was uh, designed for, in fact. So is it a bad design or is it something that drifted over time? Oh, it's not really a bad design, you know. Uh, it's, uh, it's real life. Water is uh, generally uh, is used everywhere in the factory, but generally people on the factory are dedicated to produce paper, to produce some uh, food, to produce some uh, medicine, to produce something. And in fact, they are using water uh, as we are using computers. But uh, it's not because you are using computers that you are very uh, high level of understanding of what is hidden in the black box on your on your Mac or on your, on your PC. It's the same for water. Uh, mainly people who are, who are not trained dedicated, on a dedicated way on, uh, on water treatment, uh, they, they are using water and they don't have the knowledge because they, don't have the, they, they were not hired for this. They were hired for, uh, to, to, to have a good comprehension of the way of uh, producing paper or chemistry and stuff like this. So it's normal life, in fact. Who's your interlocutor on the side of the end user? Because I guess it's not the operator, like, like you said, for them, the focus is not on the water, it's on operating the plant. So is it the quality manager or? No, generally it's more producing and maintenance or what we call the, the people who are in charge of investment. Generally, it's people who are in charge of investment, means they have some team dedicated to buy some new equipment 
Uh, and generally, we are discussing with this uh, type of team uh, because for sure, when you are buying a new machine, uh, you need to have some automation people around the table, some buyers for sure, some electrical people, uh, some maintenance and producing uh, production people. And for sure, we need to have a multidisciplinary team in front uh, of us because it's uh, about water and we are focused and dedicated to water. But as I said, uh, we need to have some IT contact, we need to have some electrical electrical contact just to uh, know uh, the way that the sensor are, are really physically inside the system. So generally, uh, our contact is the, the project team of the factory. Okay. Now, I assume that you've made the correction, the physical corrections, if there are some. Is there still another step or are you done? In fact, uh, the first step is uh, about uh, make visible, uh, which is not uh, an eye opener, as you said. Mm -hmm. The second step is about uh, modelization. Because to be able to make some predictive maintenance or to early drift uh, detection, uh, in fact, uh, the, the second step is about uh, comparing how the system is supposed to run and how it runs effectively. It's on this way that uh, with Nestle Waters, we demonstrate, uh, we made a common paper on it, about what we call predictive osmosis. Mm -hmm. uh, means that we are, in fact, able to predict the scaling on the membrane really, really earlier that with the normal uh, and common uh, way to analyze it. And it's just due because we uh, modelize the, the, the behave of the membrane in real time and we compare this result with the, the physical result that, we, that the, the sensor are measuring. And by comparing the difference between the model and the reality, uh, we are able to make some uh, uh, predictive approach. And it's a second step of added value in the system. You generate a, a digital twin, and then you see the drifts between the twin and the reality. Yeah, it's perfectly the concept. Generally, digital twin, it's about, you know, a complete uh, a 3D uh, video system uh, uh, when you are working on the factory. And I don't want that your auditors think that we are producing this type of system. Uh, it's not a, a, a real digital twin because, in fact, we are not moving on the factory modelized. But it's a quite of a water cycle digital twin. And we are modelizing what is supposed to, to happen and what is really happen to be able to measure the difference between and it's, it's a, a new step of uh, adding value. And how does that work? Is it linked with artificial intelligence? And sorry for, for bouncing buzzwords at you, but uh, <laughs> is it linked to artificial intelligence or is it uh, some experts on your team which are running that, that modelization and take some, some conclusions? In terms of modelization, it exists two main brands. One, it's about descriptive modelization and it's the uh, mathematical laws that we could find on uh, every uh, handbook of chemistry and it's uh, about the science and the, the, the mathematics which permit to build the system mm -hmm. uh, and the first step that uh, that we are putting in modelization is this type of modelization what we call descriptive modelization based on mathematics which permits to size the system Uh, we could add some artificial intelligence. We are not doing by our own. We have a, a partnership with a, another startup in France called Data Sweaty, mm -hmm. dedicated to uh, artificial intelligence on industry. And for time to time, we are connecting some factories to uh, artificial intelligence. But you know, I used to say that artificial intelligence is like the cherry on the cake. And as you said, it's a really a buzzword. Uh, and uh, um, it's not so easy to, to, to manage a real artificial intelligence, uh, which 
is really efficient. Uh, it's not a miracle. Artificial intelligence is really, really, really strong to interpret some uh, data sets where the normal and descriptive mathematics are not powerful enough. So for us, it's the end of the way uh, for the moment to add some artificial intelligence. And uh, we are using uh, in very few cases, to be honest. Okay, so it means that you have your, your physical step, which has provided some improvements. And now you have this modelization step, which is giving some additional hint. What is the outcome that as an operator I can expect? Do you tell me what to do or do you actively do it by changing the automation? Due to the security process, we are uh, uh, an ISO uh, 20001 uh, society means that uh, we are really careful with data. And it's really hard to make this type of certification running out if you are, uh, if you are in control command. So we are strongly refused to, to command remotely the system for the operators. And uh, we are sure that, in fact, in this new world of digitalization, humans are, uh, one more time, the key of the process. So uh, we could give some recommendation. We could warn uh, and give to them some alerts to be aware of this type of Of, of issues of drifting but uh, we are not acting by ourselves on the system and uh, we could give some uh, recommendation on a very very specific case but generally the, the, the people are uh, using the fact that uh, with the SAS uh, you can also buy uh, you know some support from our engineers here in Limoges and they have some conversation some discussion with the operators the operators receive on a daily basis uh, all the data, some KPIs, some reports, some alerts, just to be sure that he has the, the right level of awareness and, uh, and the knowledge about the, the system. And uh, we could uh, help them further by discussing with them about uh, the, the data, what we are seeing on it. In fact, our objective is also to improve the level of awareness of the operators which are using our system uh, because it's the way for them to be more proactive, in fact. So you are allowed to monitor, to give some advice, but you cannot control. And that's perfectly fine because in terms of safety, that's anyways better. I'm just wondering, what's the acceptance from the operators of having someone even collecting the data? Generally, at the beginning, even if the factory manager and, uh, or the technical director understand the value that we will have, uh, for sure the operators at the our first exchange are not so easy because in fact we are changing the way they are doing things and as you know the change uh, it's not so easy for humans uh, so uh, at the beginning uh, for time to time it's not so easy we, 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 we heard really regularly but it's about 20 years that I act in this way so uh, we need to be quite uh, gentle and to explain and explain and explain about that in fact at the end it will simplify their job because the system will make a lot of things that they are supposed to do in Excel spreadsheet or in a noting on paper some result and stuff like this. And as we acquire the data in real time, a part of the job uh, is done by the system so they could focus on the right management of the system. And uh, in fact, one of the parts of the added value is that we, we free some time not to collect the data, but to study really the data. So at the beginning, 
we, we don't have so enthusiastic welcome generally, but uh, as soon as they, they have the, some experience about the system, we are really a good, re- a good return on experience of our uh, customer. And, and they say that it's uh, easy, it saves time, and it permits to understand uh, things in a different way due to this uh, eye-opener fact. So at the beginning, it's not so easy, but... Uh, then you have the wow effect and the wow effect helps you. Yeah, it's a wow effect uh, that it's uh, always running. Okay, you've mentioned uh, your business model. You've mentioned that you're working with a SaaS solution, so software as a service. Can you just explain us what are the conditions of of your service? Is it um, contracts over years? Is it something uh, over a period of improvement? How does it work? In, in fact, it's a sub- subscription, sorry for this, um, uh, about a, a normal contract with Aquasay, it's a subscription of 36 months, uh, three years, mm-hmm. uh, because it's the good period uh, to put in place the system and to have a good return on, uh, on invest, uh, because for sure, uh, industries need some uh, return on invest. So um, we size on it. And the, 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 the amount of the bill, it's uh, linked with the number of parameters that we are supposed to recover. So it's uh, quite uh, easy. You have some mobile uh, or uh, internet uh, subscription. Uh, it's quite the same. And the, 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 head, the bill is sized by the number of parameters and calculation that we're supposed to do. So there's the, the subjective aspect of the, 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 the key performance indicator, which is what we, we were saying, the, the, we were calling the woe effect, that they have more free time to focus on something else. And then yep. you have also the objective parameters. Let's say you improve, uh, the, the, I don't know, maybe this level of COD removal or, or you reduce the, the operating costs or these kind of triggers. Yeah, we, we are reducing the operating costs because, uh, in fact, when you are using your water in a better way, as I said, you improve all the system because the cost of scaling, the cost of rust, the cost of spillage, the cost of uh, uh, non, the non-quality cost. Generally, water, you know, uh, it's uh, hidden in pipes and uh, it's okay when you have water. But as soon as you have a problem on quality or on quantity of water, the production is uh, completely impact and the cost to not to be on the first time quality, but need to have to, 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 to work more on the production. It's a really uh, a killer of uh, revenue for the industry. So they are really focused on to improve their industrial performance and to have the uh, correct quality and the right quantity at the right moment. It's uh, clearly an industrial performance uh, driver for the industry. So anyways, you have that first picture because in the diagnosis phase, you know what, are the, what is the situation when you start. So I guess the improvement is also easy to, to prove, if, if I might say so. Yeah, yeah. And we are really focused. Uh, I really ask to, we have a, an official survey. Uh, it means that all the users of, uh, of Aquasay are uh, receiving a, a gentle email at least one a year to answer to a survey about the efficiency of the system, about the ergonomic approach. And we, are, we really focus on the fact that we ask to our customer to give to us uh, some, you know, some example of, uh, of the, the added value because for sure we need to convince all the market industry for the moment we are only on uh, 100 uh, industry and uh, for sure there are thousands and thousands of, uh, of factories in the world so uh, we need to have this return on invest demonstration to be able to convince more easily the next customer so we, we, we really ask to our uh, customer uh, to, to discuss with, uh, with us about the added value and the economic approach uh, and, uh, and to have some concrete example. 
So this convincing aspect leads me to the, the business side of, of the questions. You mentioned that there's a resistance to change. And I'm wondering how being the new kid in town and starting from almost scratch, I mean, you had a basis with your first company, but how can you build this level of trust with partners like Nestle Waters and, and come to, to the situation where you have a fixed contract with them over three years with a software as a service and you improve their efficiency? I guess ROM doesn't build itself in one day. What was your path to, to this stage you are today? For sure, we need to, to path through what we call digital experience. We never done some proof of concept because the concept uh, is uh, perfectly demonstrated now, uh, but we make some digital experience, digital experimentation, digital experience, it depends, uh, with uh, this major uh, on a, a dedicated site, on a dedicated uh, issues, Uh, just to demonstrate, to make the demonstration that the system will have some values to, to add money to the, to, to the system. So uh, generally, we pass through digital experimentation. In the case of uh, Nestle Waters, uh, as you said, we, we, we need to demonstrate the, the added value on three sites, one in Egypt, one in Switzerland, and one in France. And it's uh, at the end of the three factories digital experimentation that the global group of Nestle Waters uh, move forward with us and uh, accept a contract for three years for all the factories everywhere in the world. And in that business model, are you playing alone or do you act with partners? You, you've mentioned Data Swati for the in, uh, artificial intelligence, but... For sure, for sure uh, we are quite a leader in this part, but we need some support. And uh, for sure, we have a, a partnership with Data Swati. Uh, we have a partnership with Ponticelli-Frère, which is a, a quite large group uh, dedicated on maintenance on a very big site of chemistry, oil and gas uh, approach. Um, we have a partnership with Schneider Electrics because for sure, for time to time, uh, the, the factories need some um, el electronical device Uh, to connect uh, the system. So uh, we generally deal with, uh, with Schneider Electrics because it's a worldwide actor and uh, we could find uh, all the equipment everywhere in the world uh, through them. Mm -hmm. uh, so for sure, uh, we are not acting alone on this type of project. Uh, we make some deals with, uh, with uh, partners because uh, it's necessary. It's necessary to be concrete and to be, to be real and to, 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 to give some trust also. Our big uh, clients uh, really appreciate that we make some deals in, partner, in partnership. So we have some, some partners. Uh, we have uh, one distributor, but it's also a partner called BWT, Best Water Technology. Uh, one partnership with Ponticelli Frère for the oil and gas uh, sectors, Data Swati for the artificial intelligence, and Schneider Electric for the, uh, for the electronic device. And you act as the, the director, like the orchestra director, Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we obtain the contract and we, uh, we organize uh, all the system that uh, in, the, in the, the, the smoothest way uh, for the, 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 the customer and the final client. And we provide uh, uh, whatever he could uh, need to make this happen. We are uh, yeah, the, the director of the project, but for sure we are acting with partners. And on the customer side, is there sometimes a consultant involved or is it directly these people you've, you've mentioned from the investment part, which are your interlocutors? 
Generally, it's, uh, it's the investment team. It happens that uh, some consultants are around the table, but it's a very few case. In fact, uh, you know, some of our clients are not subscribing to the, to the solution. They are buying the solution as a, a capex, as you could uh, buy a, a supervisor okay. of the system. So we, 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 some, some industries uh, buy our system in capex as a supervisor of supervisor. Interesting, it's kind of inception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and for us, it's uh, the, the, the best way to do, in fact, because in, in, the, in, in a capex, as you know, the, the cash is upfront for us. So you reduce it's, the risk. Uh, it's, uh, it, it reduces the risk for us uh, in terms of uh, financial approach. So actually, that leads me to my last question in this section. And for that question, I would need you to have a crystal ball because my question is, where do you see yourself in five years? To give you a bit of rationale behind my, my question, uh, we've seen recently that there are some big moves in our industry with uh, companies acquiring other companies. And uh, if I was having my scale up like you have, I would maybe see one path, which would, would be to be the new blah, blah car, to, to mention a French example. So the new unicorn uh, really scaling up and being one company, or you could be uh, the digital and trendy part of a group that would like to acquire you. And what do you think could happen in the next five years? Um, it's a difficult I, question, I sorry. That, that, <laughs> yeah, really difficult question, and it's, uh, it's quite personal, um, because in fact it depends also of uh, Stefan, uh, founders, uh, uh, may, many years of hard job to, to make all of this happen. And uh, if uh, I have the strength uh, and the motivation uh, always at the highest rate, perhaps, perhaps, Uh, I could, uh, Aquasay could become the, the, the next French tech unicorn. But probably, and as you know, uh, generally the, the founder, the, 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 the creator, the, the, the man who is in charge of the project at the very beginning, after uh, a time, it's not the right way to organize uh, the system uh, when it's uh, becoming uh, too, uh, too big. Uh, not because uh, he's not silly or stuff like this, but because it's not his, uh, his mindset. Generally, the, the, the people uh, as me who, who are creating some, uh, some new economical object are really uh, interested in uh, the creation, the added value, the uh, marketing approach and stuff like this. But the organization, the, the human resource and stuff like this, it's not so, we, we not really feel comfortable with this. So if I take a crystal ball and I'm looking at it, I think, I think, that uh, probably that Aquasay, the future of Aquasay, it's, uh, it's a more digital branch of a more traditional player than the French tech unicorn. But uh, we will see. Uh, we have many uh, challenges uh, to, to face off before this. Uh, so it depends how the road is, uh, is, uh, is, uh, is, uh, is built uh, during this period. But uh, today, uh, I think that uh, uh, probably uh, we, we will become the, the digital branch. Interesting. I think we have to, to talk again in a couple of years just to, to see if your crystal ball was, was right. <laughs> with pleasure. If it's fine with you, I propose you to, to switch to, to the last part of the interview, which is the, the rapid-fire questions. Yep. It's time for the rapid fire questions. So in those rapid fire questions, I'm going to ask you short questions uh, leading to short answers. If you need to elaborate, don't feel blocked by the question either. So my first question would be, 
What is the most exciting project you've been working on and why? For sure, uh, a worldwide deployment uh, with a major actor with Nestle Waters. To be able to uh, put the system in uh, more than 70 factories in 25 countries in 18 months, it's a very, very big challenge and it's a really, really an exciting project. Amazing. <laughs> What's your favorite part of your current job? People. My team, my clients, people, the, the, the interaction with people. And now that we are more international, to be able to, to work with, uh, with operators, uh, people who are working on the workshop floor in Pakistan, in North America, in Algeria, uh, or in Switzerland, it's uh, really, really, it's my favorite part. It's about people and, and uh, our discussion and, uh, and the value we add in the project, um, the awareness that we created. Um, it's people. Clearly, the, my, my favorite part is people. Absolutely clear. What is the trend to watch out in the water industry? I think that uh, the major trend that uh, uh, we need to be uh, uh, really careful with this is the impact on, uh, of climate change. For example, in France, we are really lucky. We have quite uh, water everywhere. And this year, uh, Lille, which is one of the biggest uh, cities in, uh, in France, is uh, quite out of water uh, in June. The region when we are, where we are uh, in Limoges, in uh, La Nouvelle-Aquitaine, uh, will be the, 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 the region the more, the more impacted uh, by the climate change about the water cycle. Uh, clearly, the water cycle change due to the climate change Uh, will be the, the, the key trend for, uh, for the next decade. That's an interesting one because uh, that's the first time that someone gives me a, a trend which is a macro trend and I think that's the mother of the other trends. So thanks for this one. What is the thing you care the most when you're designing a new product, process or project and what is the one you care the less if there's one? Okay, so my, my founders are, are will not happy with my, with my answer but uh, <laughs> the, the, the thing I care the most, it's about customer. We are customer oriented. What is the real, perhaps not formulate, uh, needs of the customer? How we can simplify his life? How we can make him take the good decision at the right moment? We are really focused on the comfort of the user. It's the, the, the most important thing. It's uh, to trying, trying, trying to think as the operators in Pakistan. Uh, it's re I really focus on it and uh, always during our meeting or brainstorming about uh, innovation, about what is the needs of the customer. Define uh, uh, or not define. What, what, how we can simplify his life. And the things that I uh, that I not taking really care about is the cost of development. Uh, if the idea is good, if the added value is here, if it will be uh, uh, so easy for the for the final customer at the end, it will be a good things for Aquase. And for time to times, we we have some drifting about the innovation cost in, in Aquase, but it's not my my first consideration. My my first consideration is people and our customer and the less it's about money very clear do you have sources to recommend to keep up with the water and wastewater trends i think that uh, linkedin it's uh, quite good uh, you have uh, plenty of channels on linkedin about uh, uh, water the post of a french water team for example uh, linkedin it's a good uh, it's a good uh, a good way to uh, to follow the, the trends uh, because you have uh, so many examples of uh, new tools uh, of a new situation of new issues that uh, it's a uh, In fact, social networks are, are quite good. I'm not using Facebook or Twitter. I'm more focused on LinkedIn. And uh, LinkedIn is a quite way, uh, a good way to stay informed about the water trends. 
and maybe from, from LinkedIn or from your personal network, would you have someone that you would recommend me to invite on the podcast? Aurélien Verlegen, the, the CEO of, uh, of Dataswati, uh, because it's a, a very good entrepreneur, a very nice and gentle people, and he could talk uh, about artificial intelligence, which is really uh, his aim, is, and the project of Dataswati, it's about artificial intelligence, but he has a, a lot of, he's really careful with what we are, uh, uh, what we are calling uh, artificial intelligence, and he has uh, definitely a very big sense of humor, so it, it could be a good, uh, a, a good uh, guest for your podcast. I'll make sure to invite him. Thanks for the advice. Just to conclude and to round off, where can I redirect people which would be listening to this, uh, the, this episode? Your website, your LinkedIn, where do you want them to, to visit you? Oh, I think that the, the, the easiest way is uh, uh, the, the website. So aquase.com, right? Aquase.com. So I'll put all the links, of course, uh, in the notes of the episode. That was an amazing hour that I spent with you. I hope that uh, I didn't ask too many stupid questions. <laughs> Thanks a lot for your time. <laughs> it was a really, really interesting conversation. Thank you for this. So thank you. And maybe we see us in a couple of years to verify your, your crystal ball. <laughs> <laughs> with pleasure. One more time. With pleasure. Thanks for listening to Don't Waste Water. This podcast was brought to you by GF Piping Systems. Loved this episode? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. See you next time.